Buenos dias, buenos dias, buenos dias. Welcome to today's Mayito Minute. Got a little story for y'all that I read in the book called Start With Why by Simon Sinek, which I obviously am going to recommend that, uh, that you read. But one of the stories in the book talks about there were these American uh, like car executives, car manufacturer executives, and they went over to Japan to kind of check out the uh, Japanese assembly lines and how they were going about making their cars. If you know about car history, you guys understand that uh, you know Japan put a pretty big dent into the American car industry, and all of a sudden we had the foreign car thing where a lot of people were buying cars from from overseas. But anyhow, so these guys jump over there, these American car executives, and they're looking at the assembly lines and they're noticing that um, the assembly lines were a little bit thinner in terms of personnel, in terms of the amount of people that were on there. And one of the areas that they noticed that um, there were less people in the Japanese car assembly line than the American was um, like the door assembly part of the assembly. And what the Americans had was they had a, a, a guy who they had to employ that had a rubber mallet. And what he would do was when the car got to the point where the doors needed to be put on, they would put the doors on and then they would see if the doors went on well or if they were a little bit crooked and didn't necessarily fit perfectly. And so that person, that worker would use the rubber mallet to obviously tap the door to be able to get it to fit into the frame the way it needed to. And the Japanese didn't have this guy in the assembly line. So when these guys went overseas to check this Japanese assembly line out, they said, where's your guy? And the Japanese were like, we, we don't have a guy. And so then the Americans were like, well, I mean, what do you, what do you do then? I mean, how do you ensure that the door fits properly and that you don't have to, you know, make an adjustment. And the Japanese simply said, we make sure that the door fits at the beginning of the process. So when we're manufacturing the door, we make sure that it is going to fit in the car frame Therefore, we don't have to employ somebody to stand there to check and make sure that it does because we already know from the get that it's going to work. Now, this is pretty cool, but kind of thinking about it and applying it to ourselves, here's the idea. The idea is in both of these scenarios, right, you're going to get a car that comes out of the plant when it's fully built and you're going to open the doors and the doors are gonna open well, right? The, the doors line up, they function, they work in the American car, they work in the Japanese car. You wouldn't really be able to tell the difference from the outside. But when you go internally, and you think about the process that was undertaken by the American manufacturers versus the Japanese manufacturers, there's a huge difference there, right? The Japanese, from the initiation of the idea for the car, the engineering for the car, the fabrication of the car, they were thinking to themselves, let's go ahead and try and figure solutions to as many possible problems that we can. In other words, when it's time for door assembly, when it's time to make this door for this car, let's make sure that it fits from the beginning. The Americans, on the other hand, the American car manufacturers are thinking to themselves, let's build the door 
And then when the frame comes down the assembly line, we'll line the door up with the frame. And if it doesn't fit, we've got a guy there that will fix the problem. He'll, he, obviously we have a solution for it. It's, you know, the guy with the rubber mallet that's gonna hammer this door into place. Both of those work. Both of those will get you to the place where you've got a car with doors that function and are lined up properly. However, in the long run, which one would you rather have? Would you rather, it's the, the saying of, if you don't have time to do anything you know, over, then make sure you do it right the first time or something like that. This is the same thing. Making sure that we try to avoid as many obstacles, as many problems as possible, that was something that was in the control of both manufacturers, American and Japanese, to try to avoid these doors not fitting properly in the frame. Now, obviously, with the bulk and the amount of cars that are being produced by both American and Japanese manufacturers, did the Japanese come across a scenario where the door didn't fit properly and where the door had to be remanufactured or just thrown out ultimately or whatever because they don't have the guy there to use the mallet to hammer it into place? It's possible, but what they didn't have to do was employ somebody and pay somebody to stand there with that rubber mallet to, to stand there and hammer some of these doors into place. Because on the American side of manufacturing, some of those doors probably came out okay, so that person wasn't even needed all of the time. So maybe that person is just standing there. So in terms of efficiency, much more efficient to do it the way that the Japanese manufacturers were doing it versus the way that the American manufacturers were doing it. So the takeaway for us here is, you know, as we sit down and as we come up with a process, as we come up with a plan, as we come up with ideas and things of that nature, let's try to think as deeply as possible and let's try to try to analyze and look at any possible obstacles, problems that could come up. And let's try to plan ahead for those and put things into our process that will allow us to take care of those from the initiation of that process. Therefore, you know, that way we don't have to double back later and do the work over again, essentially doing it twice. There's the takeaway. All right, y'all. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I appreciate you guys so much. Thank you guys for tuning into the podcast. I always appreciate the kind words. I appreciate the support you guys have shown me. Um, if you want to support more, then jump onto wherever you're getting this from. Leave a five-star rating. If you're on Anchor, applaud this episode, previous episodes, however you want to do it. But y'all know I can't be successful and I can't do this without you guys. It takes community and I am not blind to not see that and not know that myself. So thank you guys so much for the love you guys show me. I appreciate you guys. Until next time.